Lisa Denae Live starts now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hi, guys. It is your girl, Lisa Denae. You are now tuned into Lisa Denae Live. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, episode number 52. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how cook-up culture has redefined dating. Mm, That's a heavy one, right, you guys? Yes. How hookup culture has redefined dating. So, What is hookup culture? You wonder what is hookup culture? Well, if you don't know what hookup culture is at this point, I'm going to say maybe perhaps you're living under a rock or something. But hookup culture is basically people hooking up. So people hook up. It's it's casual sex. There's no emotions involved. There's no commitment involved. And most of the time, there's no relationship involved. You're not trying to get to know the person. You're just trying to get in where you fit in and get it in. <laughs> so that is hookup culture, people. That's what it is. That's what hooking up is. So when we say culture, culture is you know, what most people are doing. So everything has a culture. Dating has a culture. Your workplace has a culture. Church has a culture. So now hook up. There is a such thing as hook up culture. So let's get into it for a little bit. Before I get started, I do want to say a shout out to all of my listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for the feedback I've been getting on some of the past shows, especially the one on energy. You guys really rock with me on energy. I'm so happy that you enjoyed that show. If you did not see the show on energy and energetic connection, go check it out. Okay, go check it out and let me know what you think. Now, this episode, we're going to be talking about how hookup culture has redefined dating. So I'm going to date myself a little bit and let you guys know that I'm a 70s, 80s baby. I was born in 1972, so I know I look young and youthful, but your girl 49 years old, meaning uh, damn near 50. So when I was coming up, dating was an actual thing. You know what I'm saying? You met somebody, if you like them, you were attracted to them, they asked you out. You know, you'd go out to dinner or you'd go out for drinks or whatever. You know, when you're young, you weren't going out for drinks, but you'd go out to a movie or a play. You'd go out to a concert. You, you'd get to know each other. You'd spend time with each other. And so the whole goal of dating when I was growing up was to get to know someone in, in hopes of someday marrying them or having some sort of a long-term relationship. That is no longer what dating is. And I do believe that hookup culture has redefined dating. So we know that the pandemic redefined dating because we were locked down, locked down, locked in. And a lot of us were locked in with people we didn't even much like. So dating was put on hold for a lot of people, especially myself. So that kind of redefined how we date. Most people have to date online now. Online dating is not just for people who don't go out anymore. So now online dating is so much more the norm because that's what we have. That's what we have now. We don't really 
get an opportunity to see each other as much as we used to. You don't meet people at church anymore or the grocery store. You go in and out and you get what you need and you keep it moving. So online dating is a thing. It's it's legitimate now. It used to be if you met somebody online, you'd be like, let's tell people we met at, you know, somewhere else because people didn't want to be known for dating online. But now online dating is it. It is a thing. It's somewhat the norm. But what I want to talk about is hookup culture. So let's get into it, you guys. And if you have some thoughts on this, please put your thoughts in the comment. I want to hear what you have to say about hookup culture. Maybe you like hookup culture. Hey, ain't no judgment here. You know, listening that live is a judgment-free zone. We don't judge here. So put in the comments. Let me know what you think. Talk back to me tonight. Are you down with the hookup culture? Is that something that you prefer? Or are you actually, if you're single, looking for love? Now, if you're not single, don't even much comment, okay? I ain't got time for your drama, okay? Just listen quietly. <laughs> but to the single people, let's get into it. Let's talk about hookup and hookup culture. So I'm going to just say this. For me, dating was never an issue because I got married very young. And many of you know, I've been married most of my life. I've been married so much longer than I've been single. So for me, getting back into the dating world uh, into my 40s was very weird because I'm used to if a guy likes you, if a guy is interested in you, he will ask you out. First of all, he's asking you. You talk on the phone a little bit, he'll ask you out. And then the next thing you know, you're dating. You're, you're in a relationship because you like each other's company. Now, I'm, I want to introduce my, my special guest for tonight. She's going to join us because we talk about this a lot off, you know, off camera, <laughs> off the show. So you guys, I want you to help me welcome T-Baby. She is here with me tonight. You know her from Black Coffee with a Side T. And so let's bring on my girl, T-Baby. What's up? What's hey, up? Hey. <laughs> you looking good tonight? Well, you know, we got to always stay prepared, honey. That's right. <laughs> so I wanted to talk tonight about hookup culture. Oh, you know, we are single. We're single girls. You know, we've been having our hot girl summer, our hot girl winter, our hot girl fall. <laughs> All season, baby. All seasons. <laughs> All season. So I was just talking about how when we were growing up, dating was so different. If somebody liked you, they asked you out. Yes, we had a conversation. We even ask your parents, you know, yes. if they <laughs> right. Right. You had a conversation. Yes. But now it's different. So what what do you think about hookup culture and have you experienced a difference in the dating scene since I want to say maybe 10, even 10 years ago? Absolutely. Um, now, well, I, I can use my myself as an example. I've gone on three dates in the last couple of weeks and I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, and there's like no conversation. There's a minimal conversation and there's an assumption about what you are willing to do when they've already made up their mind, but they've not had a conversation with you. And see, that's that's what I mean by hookup culture, because right. people are used to hooking up. That is almost kind of like, I don't need to know you. 
I don't need to know what you like. I don't care about your favorite color. I don't care how many kids you got. How your day was. Can we get it in? Right. You know? <laughs> right. And that's not cool because you're exchanging energies. And I don't want I don't want your negative energies, anything that you're packing with you. Keep it to yourself. Absolutely. Heal. Yes. Get yourself together. Yes. Because I, I'm not, I don't want to pack your energies. I'm dealing with my own stuff. So, and I don't think people take that into consideration. They used to call it uh, soul ties, but it's, yes. it, it means both. It means the same thing. You know, you, you exchange, uh, it's so, it's an intimate act and you ch exchange energies. But if I don't know you, we don't have a conversation. We just seen each other for like five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. And we, we 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 don't talk after that. And you just randomly texting people. You know, you just randomly texting me and telling me what to do, not even asking. You know, and I don't see, operate like that. <laughs> for me, the biggest difference that I see, of course, the casual, the casual nature of sex. That's a big difference. But I think the biggest difference that I see is. And I'm not talking about all men, so y'all don't get mad. Right. I see that a lot of men don't see the value in having a woman outside of sex. Nope. Nope. And that's get the next one. They can get the next one. Yeah, that's sad. It used to be you want a woman to have a companion, to have a person to go places with you, to build a family, build a home, have somebody to grow old with. You know, even finances was better then if you had two people. But now I think because people are more financially stable, they feel like I don't really need, you know, I don't really need a woman or I don't need a man. And what I've heard, I don't know this to be true, but what I've heard is that women are more into hooking up than men sometimes these days. It can be on both sides. I've heard stories. I've heard stories from of people I've encountered or people that I know that are single and they're saying the same thing. Is is they the there's some there's a plethora of women and there's a plethora of men that that's what they want. And so they perpetrate that they're wanting a relationship they get you on the phone. They match with you. You having a conversation, <laughs> and they say a relationship on the profile. You say, okay, well, let's meet up. Let's have a drink. Let's have dinner. Da 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 da. You because you, you're trying to fill them out. You know, anything can be said uh, in a chat and on the phone. Let me see how your energy is in person because you know you and I we gotta we gotta see that energy in right. person. <laughs> And so we get in person and we're talking, but they're moving past. They don't really want to have a conversation anymore. They're just, they're looking at what you look like. They're looking at how you dress. Um, and then they're ready to move past whatever they thought they saw. But online. you know, I think the thing that bothers me the most about that, and I have actually asked guys this, <laughs> what makes you think I'm somebody you know you want to be with. Don't you have any type of criteria? You know, don't you have any type of standards? You just meet somebody based off their picture. You know you want to have sex with them? See, that I don't get that part. I don't. And, and it has to be a mutual thing. I, for me, it's a connection. Yes. 
Absolutely. It's leading to a relationship. Yes. I'm going to wait a long, long time before we get to that point because I'm still filling you out. I'm still seeing how you move with your friends, how you move with your family, things of that nature. What do you talk about the most? Who do you not mention? Yes. And see, for me, I don't necessarily have a time limit on it. And it sometimes it may not be a long time. It might be, you know, it just depends on the feeling, the energy, the chemistry, the attraction. Right. I might be like, you know, what you want? (laughs) Be like Jill Scott, whatever, 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 whatever. And grits. <laughs> right. Figure out what you want. Right. For me, it depends on the chemistry, but it can't be like at an initial meeting. Right. The reason why I don't like it at an initial meeting is because, for one, you reduce yourself to just that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Say that again because I don't think the people in the back. You, you reduce yourself to just that. And see, I don't think. This is my issue. And I knew that I was going to be very transparent on this show because I don't feel the need to hide nothing to lie about who I am. So for me, like I've told God several times, if you if if I have sex with you too early on before I have a connection with you, you won't be nothing to me. I would just be like, eh. I wouldn't even revisit you. Right. Because you ain't had me yet. You don't know what I'm like. Yeah, okay. You need to allow me to build a connection with you because if I don't have no connection, it's just, I mean, it's just like pulling out my toy. It ain't no different. I'm just getting up. I mean, and I'm not what you really want. I mean, B-O-B is what they call it. Yes. B-O-B. That's fine, but you got to understand that's what you reduced yourself to. Right, because and you didn't allow me to to build a connection with you. you. Didn't allow me to even like feel some type of anything towards you. Right, right, exactly, and that's it. That's it. I, I def I definitely agree with you there. There's no connection for uh for me. It's intellect. I need to know how you think. Yes, yes. I need to know if your brain works. Yes. And that gives me every time. If I have a man and he's talking about his business and how he put things together and how he work and how he handled this and that, I just be looking dreamy eyed like, right, exactly. And that's the thing, right? I need to feel some type of connection. So I think when people feel like, we saying talking against hooking up, they think we talking against sex. I'm not talking against sex. What I'm talking against is casual sex. To me, I don't think like it should be handled so casually. Right. Because it's a it's a like I said, it's an intimate act. And yeah. once you once you enter that phase, there's no turning back. You can't go back and say, hey, can I have no, you can't get it back. Can I- you can't get your energy back. They now yours is intertwined with theirs, so whatever they're dealing with, you can actually feel it, you can sense it, you're carrying it now. Yeah, yeah. So talk about that later in the show because I want to talk about the consequences of 
a lot of hooking up because there is there's residual effects to a lot of hooking up. When you just go first, you hook up with this person, you hook up with this. There are some things that happen in your life, and there's some things that happen in your mental space and in your emotional space that I think people don't don't put any thought into that. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about some of the shenanigans that go on in hookup culture. Okay. <laughs> so you know, the first thing we're gonna talk about is ghosting. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows about ghosting. Everybody knows what ghosting is. Right. I really feel ghosting is immature. I feel like now I'm not like like I never ghosted nobody. Right. But I tried to give them the message before I had to ghost them. Like I don't like this is not going nowhere. We're not compatible. And so if they keep trying to talk to me, well then you know what it is. I'm gonna have to block you and I'm gonna have to ghost you. Right. But let's talk about the people who act like they all into you and then just fall off the face of the earth. Absolutely. And that and I've experienced I've that that like the that like the old people say that burns my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I have experienced that. And I think the first time I experienced it, it was like I was dating right after my divorce. So I was new back into the dating world. I didn't really know about ghosting. Right. So we had to talk to this guy. We were talking for like two or three months. Oh, yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought it was going well. You know, we had been to each other's house. We had, you know, met each other's family even, even though it had only been a couple months. Right. And I know he just disappeared. I'm thinking, did he get locked up? What, what, you know, because <laughs> it could happen. Did, did he fall into some trouble? I mean, is he sick? What's going on? So I knew his sister. So I checked in on, on the sister and I was like, you know, is he okay? She was like, girl, yeah. I mean, I just seen him another day. He fine. So my thing with that was what happened? You know what I'm saying? I was so confused. I wasn't hurt. I was more confused. Right. So, and then I realized I got go. And I was like, just say he didn't want to talk to me anymore. Why didn't he just say he didn't want to be interested? So I realized it was a strategy to it. So how do you feel about ghosting? And have you ever ghosted anyone or been I've done both. <laughs> I've, I've ghosted people, but like like you, I've gave given the 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 warning signs that this is not working. I've expressed my feelings when it comes to how things are going. And if they're not going like I want them to, um, I kind of like fall back. That's my thing. I'll fall back. Um, let's, I, I stop communicating. Um, I used to block all the time. I don't block as much as I used to anymore. I kind of just fall back. No communication, no texting, no phone calls. Yeah. Uh, and I've been ghosted, uh, and I was like you, I was questioning what, what was going on. I was lost. I was like, we had planned to go to dinner and, and I'm calling and, and no phone, no, the phone's not being answered. The texts aren't being answered. I'm like, what is going on? What did I do? And so now you're questioning yourself. Yeah. You're trying to figure out well, what did I say? What did I do wrong? Um, it makes you start to self-evaluate. Yeah. Which when it's really not really your fault. It's not your fault. And that's what most people who are ghosted need to know. It's not your fault. If that person was not ready, 
Absolutely. They change their mind. And that's it. Don't blame yourself. Don't feel guilty. Don't and really nest don't don't chase after them. See, because sometimes not. they want you to do. Right. I right. think they want you to call and say, What happened? What what's wrong? What did I do? What what happened to you? And I refuse to do that. I'm not gonna do that. I don't yeah. chase them. So I'm not going to chase nobody. Right. I also want to talk about something else that is kind of like ghosting, but this one really, what'd you say, burns my ass? This one really burns my ass. Worse than ghosting. Mosting? <laughs> Mosting. Annoying. This is when dudes do the most at the beginning. So you had the first date and they already giving you a ring. <laughs> you lying. I've had that happen too. Well, they already calling you wifey. Right. And you at the first dinner, they slide a key to their house. And you're like, what's going on? They're just doing the most. They right. just you the woman of my dreams. Oh, I'm so glad I found you. This is this is fate. This is destiny. They're about damn near ready to propose. <laughs> and they do that because so that you can drop your guard. Right. And Quickly. Become comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And they give you all this false security, this false sense of security and this fake dedication and commitment. I, I'm all into you. We'll even give you their phone. Baby, you can look through my phone. I ain't got no passwords right. on my phone. I'm faithful. It's all about you. This is how you know when it's mostly, when it don't make no sense. <laughs> when it just don't make no sense. Because what I learned is when they mosting, they setting you up for the ghosting. Yep. What they're gonna do is reel you in to give up that ass, and the next thing you know, you don't hear from them. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, what happened? Now you was about ready to give me a key to your house, right? We was gonna get married. What happened? And you don't hear from them no more, right? So to me, that's worse than ghosting because don't play with nobody emotions like that. Right. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, I've had a moster. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've had a booster. And uh, everything you said, I had. I had a key. I had a key to the car. I had a key to the house. Um, I had um jewelry and, and it scared me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know if this is this is weird. And so I was like, no, I don't want that. I would and and then they would get angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is weird. Like, who gets mad because you don't want to take a key to their house, a key because to their car, and you don't want to accept the jury? Because mosting is a form of manipulation. Right. So when you're not down with the program, they realize, I now I can't manipulate her. So now I'm going to at her in anger. Right. And see, I've experienced mosting, too. And, and it, it, I'm not going to lie. The first time I, I experienced mosting, it confused the hell out of me. Right. It is very confusing. I went on a first date with a dude and he tried to buy me a car. And I was like, wow. I need a car, but you don't have a Lexus. No, I don't have a Lexus. <laughs> but I was like, you don't know me though. But a beautiful woman shouldn't be riding around in no Hyundai. I was like, now nah, hold on, sir. Don't worry about your business. That ain't none of your business. Okay. I have a 10 year, 10,000 mile warranty. Oh, right. my. <laughs> sleep on Hyundai but the point is he was trying to buy me a car and I was just like we hadn't had sex or nothing it was nothing we just met each other 
Right. He's going to buy me a car. He want right. to introduce me to his mom. I was like, what is going on? Right. But the thing about it is, I was happy at first because I was like, wow, maybe this is the man of my dreams. Who I got swept off my feet. Maybe it is love at first sight. Maybe he really do love me. And the man said, he loved me, girl. I should have known that was most thing. Right. Like I said, you know it's most thing when it don't make sense. Right. It don't make sense for somebody to say they love you and right. they met you. Yep. They call it gaslighting now. Well, it is gaslighting. Mm-hmm. But I think gaslighting can be a little more complicated because you got to actually know something about somebody to use something against them. Right. Try to turn things around in their head. Right. But see, it's all about what they're doing. They're just doing the most. They're giving you all this love and attention. It's showering you with attention. They right. call every day. They text all through the day. As soon as they get that ass, you don't hear from them. You don't hear from them. You be like, what happened? They got a new name for you and everything. You be like, right. I thought we were going to be together. You don't hear from them no, no more. Or it's like, girl, we just got together. Why, what you mean? I just met you. Well, you was the one right. time you wanted to get married. Right. It's still a mind game. Of course, absolutely. And I think it's part of hookup culture because some people are still uncomfortable with hook, just playing hookups, so they have to play these little games. Right, absolutely, they do. It's, mm -hmm. it's until they become com comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And then they just straight up tell you, look, this ain't nothing but a hit and run. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to hit it and go about my life. <laughs> so right. the other one I want to talk about is benching. You got some good ones tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it all the way real. I've been benching. I have been somebody that did benching because benching is like when you got a whole squad of dudes and you put one on the bench until you're ready for them. So, or women, men do this all the time. Right, they do. Why I used to do benching because it's like I need a pair and a spare. <laughs> I need two to deal with and I'm gonna need one in, on the side, you know? But that's when I was a little younger and in between marriages and I just was trying to find my way. But right. what I didn't like is when I became on the receiving end of benching. Right, right. <laughs> it hurts. It does because it feels different. You're in um, the shoes now. You're wearing the shoes, they're a little snug. Yeah, <laughs> they not it's broken in. Benching the the reason why benching is different from ghosting and mosting, and it really is not even as part of hookup culture because a person can bench you for years. You could be dealing with somebody on and off for years. Yeah, why? And it ain't your turn yet, so they call you in when it's your turn, and here you come running. Okay, I haven't seen you in six months, but hey, let's reconnect. <laughs> I missed you too. <laughs> right. And so I feel like the reason why people play all these games is because, and this is leading to my next point, people have become emotionally unavailable. That's right. So it's it's almost like a person can deal with you for years. And still not have no emotional connection to you. Yeah. Because they've cut mm -hmm. them off. They've cut mm -hmm. they 
permanently cut them off. If they had them, they masked the emotion and they never showed you or told you. And they they've moved past what it was. And so, yeah. So what do you think? Um, what is your opinion on on this emotional unavailability? What do you think causes this, especially in women? Because I see that now we're seeing this a lot in women, too. I think it's a lot of trauma. Um, yeah. it, it has to do with a lot of trauma and un, unresolved trauma. Let's start there. Unresolved trauma that you've not, you've kept pushing down and it's impacted. And so now it's at the bottom and the new trauma is on top. And then the next new trauma is on top. And so it's, it's, it's got lost in the shuffle. And so because you keep pushing it down because I, I got to, I got to take care of my family. I got other responsibilities. I don't have time to sit and deal with my emotions right now because I got to go to work. I got to be the strong face. I'm a right. black, you know, and as black, black people, we, we been through a lot of trauma. So, right. And so I think that has a lot to do with it too, is because as a black woman, you're not, you, if they see you crying, what's, what's wrong? What's really going on? You know? You're, we, we're the last to be thought about. We're the last to be taken care of. And we're expected to be strong and we're expected to dust ourselves off and keep going regardless of what we have going on because we come in there with that strong face. We're not really talking about what's going on with us. And so that be, that can cause you to become emotionally unavailable to your, your children, to your friends, uh, even to yourself. Yeah, that's true. And when you do it yourself first, because you, you, that's inner. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but that is a very, very good point because what, what I think about when I think about emotional, emotionally unavailable is like you said, unresolved trauma. And also the fact that sometimes you're ridiculed for having emotions, even right. if, you know, if you only been dating somebody for six months and, and something happens to them or you break up and you, you feel bad. It's like people like, well, you only knew him for six months. What that got to do with anything. Right. If you had a connection with somebody, your emotions are involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. You learn to just turn it off. We do. We do. We do. I, I've been guilty of that. Um, I've, I've had it brought to my attention um, when my mom died, you know, and then my, and when my dad passed, um, it was so much at one time and it, it was overwhelming. Um, and it's, it's just trying to process all that at one time is not something you that's unexpected. And you never thought at, at this point in your life that you would be going through and you yeah. just, trying to, you trying to process. I'm, I was trying to process every single thing and so I was like oh, I don't have time you know yeah. and so and, th and that's not good because it comes up later on in a different capacity when something else triggers you and it might be worse than what if you had dealt with the emotion at that particular moment right and you know when you said that it made me think about when you are starting something new with somebody so when you meet someone and you're trying to get to know them, 
I don't know about you. I'm just going to speak for my. Okay. <laughs> you feel an attraction to them, your emotions get involved. Absolutely. Say, nah, mm-mm. nah, I'm not going to do this. Right. I'm exactly. <laughs> no, because I don't know this person. I'm not from trying to get hurt again. So I think it's a protection thing that we do too. We become emotionally unavailable to protect our feelings. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a guard. It is, but I think it gets worse if you don't deal with it. Right. See, for me, I let people know up front. I don't want to get my feelings involved in nothing. So if you're not really serious, don't you much fool with me. Right. And that's a good conversation to have, but everybody's not willing to have that conversation. They're willing to keep going on with whatever you guys have going on with each other and never address what what the emotions are in the room. And you can pretty much tell people's body language, people's mm-hmm. conversation with you, you can, and, and the things that they're asking of you. So if a person likes to hug you, that's an emo, that's a, a energy exchange. Yes. And people don't understand that that's an energy exchange. And that, you know, that for you and I, that's our love language. Absolutely. So, <laughs> that's our love language. You know, I, yeah. Hugging somebody is completely different uh, than just shaking their hand. You yes, know? It is. Yeah. Especially some big, strong, dark <laughs> chocolate somebody. Jesus. Lord, <laughs> where's my coconut Amsterdam when I need it? <laughs> Listen, I, you are so right. I'm glad you brought that up because for me, physical touch and quality time are both my top love languages. And so when I spend time with somebody repeatedly and we touching and hugging and loving on each other, baby, we go together. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need you to understand this. We go together <laughs> because my feelings get involved. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change who I am and become emotionally unavailable just right. because I'm trying to protect myself. So I will just cut that stuff off quick. Me too. Me too. Because it become it becomes... Um, it kind of sets like it becomes a trigger to you because you you feel like that person is wasting your time or playing games with you because you've already expressed, like you say, you've expressed how you you feel and what you're looking for, and they okay, well we'll talk about it. Talk about it. We've already talked about it. It's pretty much showing up in our body language. So there's not is no, nothing more we need to talk about because we've already expressed it with the time we've been spending together. Ample right. amount of time, you know. Right. So I want to uh, dive into the consequences of continually hooking up, but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about the consequences of hookup culture. Y'all don't know where we'll be right back if this ain't live, and I got my girl T Baby with me, and we'll be right back, you guys. Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also 
help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. All right, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are talking about how hookup culture has redefined dating. And if you are not single, I'm sure you're like, what are they talking about? Because I'm glad I'm not out there. And let me just tell you, you are glad. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad for you. <laughs> you don't want to be in this pool. <laughs> Ooh, the pool got piss in it, that's they say. <laughs> So we have been talking about ghosting, mosting, benching, and people that are emotionally unavailable. Right. I also want to talk about the consequences and the side effects of hookup culture. (laughs) For me, one of the biggest side effects that I see of hookup culture is that, first of all, people don't even know how to relate normally anymore. You don't even know how to relate normally anymore. So you can meet somebody and they can't even hold a conversation with you. Nope. nope. That's weird. Like, how do you deal with that? I, I don't do well with no conversation. It bores me. Me either. <laughs> and you're talking about sex and then they, whoo, yes, I like it like this, I like it like that. And you're like, well, hold on, partner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even much need to know that yet. Right. But that's one of the consequences uh, of being so much involved in the hookup culture is that you get to the point where you don't even know how to date anymore. You don't even know how to actually, you know, I've had people who will literally meet me on a uh, online dating site and say, can we meet? I'm like, oh, sure. We can have a meet and greet. Yeah, let's go grab coffee or something. I was just thinking we just meet at, at Kroger. Meet at what? Well, hey, what? Buy me some groceries. What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, right. no, we're in the parking lot. That's a no. Absolutely. If you can't take me on a date, it's no. There's nothing for me here. There's no need for us to even interact. If you can't take me on a date, like, what is this? <laughs> Marion, Miss Mimi. She said, that's unfortunately common for most nowadays. I know, right? It's absolutely, she's absolutely correct. Um, they want you to come to, the, to, to your ho- their house. To their house. And I'm and like, you- and it's like common. And I'm like, no, because uh, for me, energy transfers everywhere. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I was invited in told after the fact <laughs> that the homeboys were there. So my <laughs> red flag instantly radar went off and I was like, no. Furthermore, I wasn't going in the first place. Let's start there. I wasn't going to come to your house. I don't care that you've been drinking. That's not my problem. You're a grown person. You should be able to handle your liquor. And if you knew that we were going to meet, um, your consumption should have stopped at some point since you were off so that you could sober up. But Absolutely. you chose not to do that. 
I don't care. I'm going to make you come out anyway. That's what I'm to me, it's this is the this is one of the other consequences of, of the hookup culture that I don't like. It's almost like people have started to expect less. Absolutely. So expectations are much lower now. I mean, when I was single before, when I was much younger, if a guy liked you, it would be he would be going out his way to let you know he liked you. Yep. He's gonna do stuff. He's gonna take you out. He's trying to buy tickets to concerts. He wants you to go to. I mean, yeah. he's trying to figure out what's your favorite flower, what right. you like to eat. You know, actually taking you out on dates. Miss um, Mimi Miriam says the definition of dating is so misconstrued now, and not pe and not people are afraid of being alone. They settle. And, and I've, I've, I've heard that too. <laughs> and she says that part but see I know that people are afraid to be alone and we're not meant to be alone no. so that's, we're not meant to be alone so we all need some type of companionship we all want a, a partner in life we all want to be in love and we want to feel loved Right. but when you when you engage in hookup culture long enough you start to expect a lot less out of people it's like you get excited because the man paid for the date. And I'm kind of like, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm just saying. You asked me out. So that's what you're supposed to do. Right. It's so crazy you brought that up. I was listening to, you know, I'm always listening to something. <laughs> I'm always getting insight. That was a conversation I heard, I was privy to that was live. And it was a lady um, that was in the live. She was married. But she didn't come off like she was married. Mm -hmm. And you could kind of tell that there's some discrepancies in the marriage. Because she kept wiping her eyes, you know, trying to conceal the cry because the major hype was talking about. He said, I'm I'm gonna, I'm a protector. I'm supposed to take care of my lady. She's on a pedestal. I'm going to keep her on that pedestal. I'm going to pay for the dinner. Even if she invited me out, Ooh. I'm going to pay. Okay. I, I won't allow her to pay because that's, I, I feel disrespected because she wants to pay. A, a, a man is supposed to pay. And so, and that's another misconception too, is men have been expecting women to do it now. Because women, and I really, I know y'all gonna not like this, but women, we are to blame for some of this. Because right. the more women will allow this, the more men do it. And then by the time they get to me and you, they used to it. And they like, what you mean? You can't come over my house. You know, that's what we do. Women do, they come over my house. But for me, it's like, I want to know you. I want to know that you're even worth my time. I right. told him all this and he got mad. I said, I don't even know if you are good. I don't even know if the sex with you is good. And life is too short for bad sex. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings. I wish I would engage in sex. It's not, I'm not compatible with that, okay? I'm allergic to it. <laughs> it gives me hives. I don't need to do it. So I need to know you a little more. And then the thing about for me, when I feel you and I got some feelings for you, I ain't got to be in love with you. But right. just have you have a connection. Oh, it's good, good. Cause I'm not giving you the bargain basement sex. I'm giving it. Don't. I'm just. <laughs> I'm on the table, baby. 
I'm letting you feel my energy. <laughs> you're putting out all of it into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So why would you want to engage in that too early when I don't have no feelings for you? I don't even know you like that. You know what I mean? Right. But like everybody's missing out. Everybody's missing out on an experience that could be much better. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Miriam said, yes, life is way too short for that. <laughs> yes, yes ma'am. Yes, Miss Mimi. I say that all the time because, first of all, how long do we wait to get grown? 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I already knew when I was a child, that was like one thing I will not do when I get grown is deal with something I don't want to deal with. I don't right. care if it's a job, a man, a car, a place to live, whatever it is. If I don't deal with it, I'm not going to deal with it. So getting grown and getting into the dating world, I was really shocked that people expect you to do something that you're not ready to do yet. And then have the nerve to get mad at you. Their part. Mind game is going to say, oh, I guess you ain't grown. We grown around here. We grown. Baby, I can tell you my ID. I'm not understanding what you mean. I'm, I'm fully grown and fully developed. <laughs> mentally, physically, and spiritually. <laughs> all my mental capacity. But I think for me, the biggest consequence that I could see to hook up culture is the love. It's no love. Right. That part. Who have hooked up for years and years and years, and by the time they get a certain age, you just grab the first person and just go on and settle down. But you didn't allow your yourself to fall in love. Right. You didn't allow yourself to grow in love. I don't really like the word fall in love because it's kind of like an accident. You fail. No, <laughs> I really feel like you grow into love with a, with a person. Right. Yeah. You're up all over the place. You don't allow yourself to grow in love. Right. And I Absolutely. think that's a consequence of hookup culture is that you see so many people that's together, but they not they don't love each other like that. You can tell. You definitely can tell. You can tell. So the question is, can you still find love in modern dating? I believe it's possible if you, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a needle in a haystack. Yes, you it know? is. She said being wrong is having a meaningful relationship, not just a hookup. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. They try to change it around on you to make you feel some type of way. Right. I think it's possible to find love. You just have you can't be rushing. You got to be patient. Um, and if that person isn't patient with you and wanting to truly get to know you, you move on to the next person. You don't waste your time. Keep trying to feed spoon feed somebody that I'm important, that I'm worth getting to know. No, you know, you don't have to do that. My presence is enough. Oh, come on now. <laughs> that is another consequence of hookup culture is that you start to question your value. You start to wonder, is that all I'm worth? Is that all my value amounts to is sex? Is that all you really need out of this interaction? It's just to get off because baby, you can really just go jack off. I'm just saying. Right. Or go get it somewhere else. It's, it's a, a pussy buffet out here. It giving it out free. So you ain't, <laughs> you ain't got much bother me for it. Right. <laughs> more meaningful. I have actually told a dude that. He said, I don't got that buffet. <laughs> he said, 
It ain't no buffet for me. I said, well, you ain't in the right crowds, baby, because it's out here plentiful. Right. Men even right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then for men who, who, another thing I don't like about hookup culture, it makes men misunderstand their value also. Because now men feel like, shoot, I get this dick. Girl, you're going to be And you ain't got nothing no other man ain't got. Right. That's all you're offering me. Mm -hmm. Your right. value is more than that. Because I want to get to know you. Your value, you know, your 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 personality, your energy, your spirit. Who are you for real? What right. makes what makes you sad? And I don't be robbed of that because all you think you got to offer is penis. Right. So, like that's a huge consequence of hookup culture, right? Both people, and even in same sex relationships, you got both people questioning their value, and that's a that, that's not good. No, <laughs> okay. Miss Mimi said it come a dime a dozen, the D comes a dime a dozen. Let me tell you something. I told, I told my son, I said, Let me tell you something, it done got so bad out here. I could be dying of COVID and need to be on a respirator and a man I'll say, you want some dick? <laughs> man, I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, baby. <laughs> and you're still trying to whoop it out. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a challenge. It is a challenge. But that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this on this show. And hopefully um, we're going to get some men to come on and talk about how hookup culture affects them. Because the, the crazy part is every man ain't with it. Every man ain't trying to hook up. Nope. Some men trying to find somebody they can connect with and find a meaningful relationship. But then what happens if they ain't trying to jump in the bed right away? The woman like, what's wrong with you? Right. They make assumptions. Yeah, you ain't trying nothing with me. You don't want me. You don't find me attractive. And the man, like, I'm trying to get to know you. Right. I'm trying to yeah. have a conversation. Yeah. So hookup, it affects everybody. Absolutely. It, <laughs> it definitely does. It's a trickle-down effect. We get washed in with the other people. <laughs> I do agree with you, uh, Miriam. She says, seriously, we should know our value before trying to have relationships. That is very true. But I will say this, even when you know your value, if you run into so many of these encounters, you'll start to question it. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, yeah. When you when you are self-confident, you are self-love, you love yourself to death. You, you've been you've been in your body for a long time. You know the ins and outs of your emotional state, your mental state, your spiritual state. And then you keep running into these people who keep, they keep offering you the minimum. Yeah. Then you, like you say, you start questioning, you're like, well, what, what kind of energy am I giving off? Yes. 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 I know yeah. I, I, I've done that recently. I was like, well, what kind of energy am I giving off? I know I'm coming. I'm not coming in there with this. You know, my, 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 my dress is long enough, you know, I'm not, my boobs ain't super out and 
You know, I'm not sitting there licking stuff off of a bottle or my fingers or anything like that. I'm not doing any of that. And so I'm 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 processing it because I'm I'm an intelligent person and I'm mentally processed stuff. So it confuses me. So I'm trying to I'm really trying to understand. Absolutely. That's why I say it'll make you question your value because you know you're a good person. And you will think to yourself, why would somebody, you know, risk losing a good person for a piece of ass? It just makes me wonder, like, what's really going on? So you do start to question your own value. But but I want to encourage people out there because it's hard out here if you're single. Right. <laughs> but if you're single, you might as well go on and hit up Bedroom Candy. Hello, a shameless plug. <laughs> Holla at your girl if you need some Bedroom Candy. Okay. But you got to get some. You got to do something because, I mean, it's almost, it's almost impossible to get past the whole big elephant in the room is we going to get it in. Right. You know? So for me, I think it's important if you, if you're really looking for love in this modern time and in, in the midst of hookup culture, we're going to give you some tips for me. My main tip is this stick to your guns. Do not come down from your standards. You have to hold your standards high, uphold your standards, no matter who come down on their standards. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I don't care if people tell you, oh, that's why you're single. Because people have told me that. Oh, that's why you're single. Your standard's too high. I don't believe that. I don't right. believe I'm going to stick to my guns. My other tip is take some time to get to know yourself and really spend time with yourself, really love on yourself and know exactly what it is that you want in a mate. Because see, sometimes some of us may are may haven't come to us because we don't really know what we want. Right. We know what we don't want. And so we focus on our mind, we still focus on what we don't want. What right. we don't want is the thing that's showing up. That's right. So you gotta start focusing on what you do want. That's right. And that's how you bring it into your life. For me, I have lately really started to focus on the fact that I want a businessman. I want someone who understands entrepreneurship because it's hard when you're dealing with somebody who don't understand it and you're in business. But before I never even focused on that. I was just like, I want somebody honest. I want them to be, you know, faithful, fine, of course, dark, of course. But I, I never even thought about the fact that I would like to be with someone who understands running your business. And right. so I focus more on that. That's what's coming into my life. And I think that's going to be one of my main tips for you tonight. If you're trying to actually find love in this in this state that we're in, you really have to focus on what it is that you want out of a mate. And so what do you what tips do you have, baby? Because we in this boat. This is the boat. And this 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 boat get in this boat is uh it'd be rocky sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it'd be it'd be rocky and then sometime it gets stalled you know so i think i i i will have to steal some of yours so mine would be stick to your guns um listen to the red flags because they they're showing you and they're telling you um that would be my second one that that people are absolutely going to show you before you go out on a date who yeah. they are 
what they're about, their conversation. <laughs> yes. 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 Says that part of being equally yoked and being honest about what you want and need. Exactly. And that and that's my thing is is being honest with yourself. I mean, like you said, getting to know yourself. If you run into somebody and they're saying they want kids and you don't, yeah, don't stay time and, and don't let them waste yours. Right. If you know that your, your children are grown and you have no intentions on dealing with somebody who does not have children and they have the expectation of wanting them, don't match with them. Right. You're not <laughs> you're not you're not and, compatible. <laughs> you know, that leads that leads me to, to what I how I feel about the fact that um sometimes you don't even really much know what you want. So again, you have to be honest about that too. You just right. gotta say, like I don't know yet. Because for me, I don't want a man that talks over me. I can't stand that. But sometimes you'll settle when it, you feel like it's something small. Well, I can get him out of that. No, you cannot. Mm -hmm. If a person has been one way their whole life, it's it's very slim chance that they're going to change for you. That's right. That's a habit. <laughs> yeah. It's just a part of their personality at this point. But what you said is very crucial. Pay attention to the red flags. And I even say pay attention to the yellow flags. Because the flag indicates there's a red flag somewhere. You just ain't seen it yet. <laughs> right, it's masked now. <laughs> definitely pay attention to the red ones because, I mean, I had a guy tell me, this This was a huge red flag for me. I was like, boy, bye. With a big old capital B-Y-E, bye. <laughs> not a nerd to say to me. I like your profile and everything, and I think you're a beautiful woman. But if you was to be with me, you can't be wearing makeup. Boy, bye. Okay, I'm I'm a damn near fifty years old, and right. I've been doing this most of my life. Don't come into my life and feel like you're gonna change who I am. Right, right. Yeah. Say that again. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it absolutely. It's a it's a narcissistic red flag. Yes, it is because they feel like it's all about them and what they want. Right. Right. So right. you gotta pay attention because the the it's slim pickings out here. <laughs> so you really gotta pay attention to red flags. You can't you have to fix your guns. And what was the other thing we said? Um uh don't lower your standards. But I think that's the same as don't settle. Absolutely don't settle. We're, don't, not, we're not meant to settle. I got another one. This one ain't for everybody, y'all. So don't be mad at me about this tip. This tip is always people okay and you know who you are once I give you this tip don't let loneliness or horniness let you end up with the wrong person go on and get what? your maintenance man or a maintenance woman and as long as everybody's aware of what this is and everybody's safe and healthy and consenting adults you should be fine but the person needs to know what it is this is we're just maintaining each other's physical needs, but this is not a relationship. Mm -hmm. So for some people, it works having a maintenance man. Now, I'm not going to even much sit up here in front and act like I ain't never had a maintenance man. Because I had a maintenance man, but he knew what it was from the go. I told him straight up, I just got divorced. I ain't looking for a relationship, but I'm going to need some every now and again. <laughs> okay. It makes me a better person. <laughs> 
So I'm going to need some maintenance. Oh, and wow. he was like, oh, of course. Of course I could be your maintenance man. But then after about two months, he like, look, hold on. Where you was at last night? Uh-uh, hold on, boo-boo. You're not my man. <laughs> yes, in his mind, he was. <laughs> You're a maintenance man, so you maintain my physical needs. But we're not in a relationship, so you don't need to know where I was at. Right. This is a tip for people who really have a high sex drive, because... I don't want people to feel bad because they're sex drive. Because some people have a higher sex drive than others. You shouldn't feel ashamed of that. Right. And you shouldn't be made to feel bad for that. But I'm going to tell you something. If you do have a sex drive, a high sex drive, and you thrive off physical touch, it's one of your high love languages, and you need it, don't be around here you know, with a stank face, snapping at everybody, roll rage. <laughs> Just going to get you a maintenance man, huh? Oh, he's a roll rage. And I'm really talking to a lot of y'all church folks, because some of y'all need to have your, black, your back blown out, okay? You need him to knock the bottom out of it, because y'all mean as a rattlesnake, and you ain't had none in too long. I'm just going to go on and let you know. Get you a maintenance <laughs> Okay, that's my, that's my final tip, because I have met a lot of people who ended up getting a divorce because they married somebody because of a sexual need. Don't do that. Right. You don't have to do that in this, in this modern time, just have an agreement, have an arrangement, get you a maintenance or a woman maintenance person, <laughs> get you a maintenance person to fulfill your physical needs, but make sure that everybody knows what's going on. So if you're just tuning in, we don't want you to think we sit up here talking about maintenance men all the, the whole hour. <laughs> we were talking about how hookup culture have redefined mm -hmm. dating. And if you want to uh, catch up, you can always go back and watch this episode again. You can catch us on a replay. And you can also listen on all podcast platforms to this episode. So we are going to revisit this. Don't worry. We're going to revisit this. And if you are a male, and you have access to a phone, laptop, or computer, or tablet, you can join us. You can just, uh, we will send you the code. You can log into our virtual studio, and you can be a guest on the show to talk about your feelings about hookup culture and how it is redefined dating, because I do believe in my heart that there are people out there that are still looking for love. Right. What do you think? I do. I'm one of them. So I'm one of them too. And if you're single, hello. <laughs> and you looking at your girl, you say, Oh, I don't mind that. She, she could be my queen. Holla at your girl. I'm <laughs> and I'm old fashioned. I like to be taken out on dates. Right. I like to be wined and dined. Doors open, food paid for by your yourself. Yes, and it will be worth your while. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just because we like the material. I don't know what y'all been dealing with out there, but I'm just letting you know ahead of time that we are wifey material, and I can't be bothered with a boyfriend. That's just not absolutely not. It's not in the cards for me, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wifey not. So am I. So am I. <laughs> so anyway, we we reached our time. I knew this was going to go by fast because I had so much to talk about. I thank you so much for joining me, T baby. I hope that you would. Yeah. In as we continue to talk about this, 
The next episode, I want to give some examples on dating disasters. You guys have no idea how bad it is out there, okay? It is bad. Dating disasters. We're going to talk about that and how to avoid dating disasters. Because again, like T-Baby said, the, the signs are there. Okay. Usually there. So... All right, you guys, we're going to be at a press event. If you're Houston and surrounding areas, there is a press event tomorrow presented by Loud Music, and we are going to be there. So, oh, Miss Miss Mimi said that that'll be interesting. Okay, come on, Miss Mimi, you can get it. You can get in on this show. The next one, dating disasters, because I'm sure you got a few stories too. Who don't? Okay. <laughs> All right. If you ever participate in an online dating, you already know. You didn't have somebody go up to the date and you like, is you the daddy? Because <laughs> we was about 20 years older than the picture I saw. So <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> that happened to me. Or I showed up on a date. I'm trying to give y'all all the dating disasters on this episode. But this one is funny. And the dude was about 200 pounds heavier than his picture. And I'm who the hell are you? <laughs> you look familiar to the guy in the picture, but you're big. So what happened? Oh, yeah, that was an old picture. Oh, okay, bye-bye. Because, <laughs> see, I ain't against it, but I, I need to know ahead of time. You know what right. I'm saying? If I got to wade through some stomachs, I need to know that ahead of time. Because <laughs> that's a lot of activity. You got to wade through some stomachs to get to the goods. So I need to know what, yeah, you can't just bring that on somebody. I'm just saying. If you guys have some dating disasters that you don't personally want to share, but you want us to share for you, just email us at booking at stunnerradio.com and put in the subject line dating disasters and trust and believe we will tell the world about it on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm going to let you close it out, T-Baby. Anything you want to say? Any last words? Oh. <sighs> When you sign up on these apps, if you genuinely do not want a relationship Ooh. and you don't have a place to take pictures, please don't let all the pictures be in your car. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh -uh. Let's be realistic. There's so many free places to take pictures and you have a phone. All phones have a camera on it. Ask your friends to take your pictures. Open your mouth. I need you to smile because we need to see the grill. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna need you to see the teeth. I'm gonna need to see the teeth because I have mine. I'm smiling on mine. I'm giving full body pictures. Please, and men, please have a full body picture. Because they got the nerve to be telling us ladies have full body pictures, and some of them don't have a full body picture. They got theirs right here. And don't have your don't have these these females in your picture and there's no discretionary of who these people are. We don't know if that's your sister, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, or, 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 you know. Your daughter. Your ben. daughter. We don't, we don't know who the person is. And if you're, we, you don't have to have pictures with your friends all the time. We need to know which one is you. Listen, and I keep it all the way to 100 because first of all, some of you older men with fine sons, don't put your son in the picture. 
Because I'm sending you a message like, what's up with your son? <laughs> right. I'm looking at your son. I didn't pass you over. Let me talk to the one on the left. Yeah. Some of them I have seen where they have pictures with their homeboy. And I'm like, where the homeboy at? Right. <laughs> and then they get mad. <laughs> well, you invited him to the party because you had a picture with them. Oh, yeah. you say all the bathroom pictures too many of them. Yes. Yes, Miriam. The bathroom pictures is not cool. Stop taking pictures with wedding bands on. Ooh, that's a good one, Miss Mimi. Now I haven't really seen no too many wedding bands in, in um profile pictures or, or any pictures on a profile. I have seen with other women, I have seen with kids. I done seen some pictures with some fine sons, and I'm like, oh boy, I know we can't get together because I'm gonna be like, we're junior. And don't take your picture like this. I was just getting ready to say that. Do not be like this. <laughs> hey, y'all. What you said? I can't hear you, huh? <laughs> it's like, sir, back up. Back that is really good information and good advice because the fact of the matter is online dating is it's the norm now it's not like it used to be it used to be you know people that was weirdos or you know lonely people they do online dating but now it's the norm just for everybody everybody is, is forced to date online now so we you know we need to learn certain etiquette and that's another Thing that we can discuss with dating disasters online dating etiquette because y'all know it's etiquette to everything right <laughs> definitely definitely that's why they have a questionnaire yeah they do have a questionnaire but don't you hate the people that don't fill it out they have they don't they're they're impatient they yeah sit down and take the time to actually fill it out uh, and that's a disservice to yourself and to the person that's swiping. Because then they, swipe. don't, they don't read. So they're asking you stuff that's in your profile. That and part. You, clearly, you didn't read my profile. You know, they, you know, they do that in text too. How you doing? I'm fine. Well, how you doing? Huh? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm fine. And you? I'm good. How you doing? I just said I'm fine. It's it's weird, but that's what we that's what I talked about before. A consequence of hookup culture. People don't even know how to talk to each other anymore. Mm, yeah, we had to have conversations with each other, so we would find something in common. Either we like the same band or the same you know song, the same sports team, or you know from the same neighborhood. We would just try to find something in common so that we have something to talk about. Absolutely, you, but you had more in common then because you actually had to be out. You either met somebody at a concert, you met them at a restaurant, you met them at the park, because summertime is when you meet, most people come home from college or they come home, they, they're out at camps. And it was a different meeting medium at that time when you were younger, you know, yeah. you were always out. And so now that this pandemic came into play, it kind of un, unveiled some inconsistencies with how people communicate with one another. Ooh, that is a very good point because that is so true. It forced us to see that people 
really have real conversations anymore. Nope. nope. You can tell somebody something and then five minutes later they ask you a question and you just told them. That's right. The, the attention span yeah, is, is really short now. If you say, oh, I'll call you. I got to do my show at seven. And then later they say, what you doing tonight? I told you. I just told you. So it's annoying. It's like, are you listening? What are you doing? You know, they're not listening. They're dis they're they're not listening. They're distracted. They're disinterested. And so it makes you it makes you start back for me. It makes me start backing up because if I have to tell you two or three times of what I've already told you, we're not compatible. Uh, okay, that part we are not compatible because you can't even listen. I don't like a person that's not a good listener. So I mean, I, I really want to deal with this because as we get closer to the holidays, I also want to talk about dating during the holidays because it can be kind of messy. You know, when you meet someone around this time of the year, it's always a question of do we include each other in the, our holiday plans or do we wait until we know each other a little better? And for me, I prefer to wait because I don't like going around nobody family. Right. And then what happened to Latricia? What happened to someone? You see me sitting right here. Don't ask him that in my face. Ask him where I'm going. Because Lisa here now. So I need much worry about her. You know what I'm saying? Or they try to use you as a buffer. I can't stand my mama. So can you come? No. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting in the middle of that. So it's 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 important to talk about these things when you meet someone. Don't just leave it up in the air because then your feelings get hurt if they don't invite you to the family dinner or they don't buy you nothing for Christmas or whatever. So when you right. meet someone around this time of the year, you got to talk about that. You got to say out in the open, like, okay, so how are we going to handle the holidays? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uncouth. Uncouth. <laughs> yeah. Very Uncouth people. I hate that. I hate that too. But you know, we are seeing, like, like T Baby said, the pandemic exposed a lot of things. It exposed the fact that families are not together that much anymore and people are not being taught just basic social graces. Yes, exactly. Say that again. Yes. There's things that are social norms that you just know you do, and there's certain things you know you don't do. Right. And yeah, they need to have those conversations with, with the young folks that are they're raising. You know, there's a certain way that you enter a room. There's a certain way that you speak to people. Um, you don't address them if you don't. And when when they're an authority, you address them by their last name, not their first name. Right, especially if you're new on the scene and you don't know them like that. You right. definitely be like, "Hey, Linda," to somebody, "Mama." <laughs> no, honey, I don't care how old you are. Right. You need to have proper respect. But um, one thing I, I wanted to mention is that in in um, preparation for this show, I read an article that stated that younger people are getting away from hookup culture and now older people are stuck in it. And I really mm -hmm. believe I really believe that you can right. see this happening. Younger people are choosing not to have kids young. They choosing their careers and they're choosing to figure right. out their life first. So right. they want to partner. They don't want to just hook up. Now, the old people in our age group, I ain't going to say old, but older, have gotten into this hookup culture. Now we stuck. They and stuck. So, I'm not. 
That's part. Because I'd be damned. I'd rather be an old maid than to be, you know, sitting up here going from right. just hooking up. I, I just refuse to do that. I'm not going to do that. Right. So, um, that is the article that I read, and I was really kind of shocked by it. I was like, wow. So um, dating sites like OkCupid, um, and it's another uh, Tinder. It's another one that's really known for hookups. They said they have noticed that more of the young people on the site are looking for a meaningful relationships now. Right. Especially post pandemic, they're looking for meaningful relationships. But then you have the older people that still out here trying to just hook up with each other. Yes. And so, I've seen that quite, I see that a lot. Yes. Yeah, so that is casual. <laughs> I, I really want to get like like I said before, if you know someone, if you are a man listening or watching or if you listen to the replay, reach out to us if you would like to give your opinion, because I think sometimes what happens in modern dating is we try so hard not to offend each other that people do what they think you want them to do. Right. So they feel, if I don't try to have sex with her, she might think I don't like her. Right. Or a woman, if if I if he um if I don't try to give him some, he might think you know I'm not I'm not interested in him. Right. I think we just need to communicate as a whole. Men and women need to communicate more right. and open up to who we want. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. It's I, I, <laughs> one thing I do know. Is once you get past 45, I don't think you there yet, T-Baby. But once you get past 45... <laughs> I'll, I'll be you, there in like a second. <laughs> you are, your sex drive get high. And you be like, why you do this, Lord? Because half the men can't get it up no more. <laughs> <laughs> why you do this to me, Jesus? I mean, my sex drive and most of the men got to take the little blue pill. Or most of the men just want to hook up and I don't need to be jumping from bed to bed. I need ready, steady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Steady love. Yeah, <laughs> That's what we yeah. need. So anyway, we can talk about this all night, but I thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I have been so just overwhelmed with some of the feedback from some of the past episodes. I'm happy that you guys are liking the new direction that I'm taking with Lisa Dene Live. And please continue to give me the feedback because this is what helps me to know what type of content you want to see and you want to hear from us here at Stunner Radio. So I encourage you that if you enjoyed this episode or if you would like to join us on a future episode, please reach out to us. It is booking at stunnerradio.com or you can reach out to myself on um, Instagram at Lisa Danae. T-Baby is at Tanisha Jeanette. Mm -hmm. okay. right? On Instagram. And then we are also at Black Coffee with a side of tea on Instagram. So please reach out to us, you guys. And until next week, all I can say is life is too short for bad sex. And always remember, no matter, no matter what you do, do the most. Unless you're trying to lie to somebody and be mosting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.